0: And this season of the Making It in Asheville podcast is sponsored by Range Urgent Care. Range has a very special offer for all business owners and, honestly, anyone in Asheville. So please stick around to the end of this ad to learn more about that sponsorship. But first, we want to tell you why we love Range Urgent Care specifically for our small business.
1: As a small business owner, it can be really expensive to maintain a traditional healthcare plan for you and your employees. And this is where Range Urgent Care, an Asheville-based clinic, can help really make a difference.
0: With their business membership plan, you can give you and your employees the peace of mind and help protect them and their financial futures by giving them a place to go for medical care and avoid a potentially life-changing emergency room bill.
1: The great thing is is that an employee membership is just $45 a month per employee, and it includes unlimited urgent care visits that cost $0. These visits include services like x-rays, flu shots, and even prescriptions from ranges in-house pharmacy.
0: The membership also includes free virtual visits for those more mild complaints, such as colds, rashes, UTIs, so that your employees don't have to leave their home to get checked out by a medical professional, which is pretty important during the current pandemic.
1: Their employer portal makes it easy to manage your employee roster and invoices from wherever you are, and their business memberships can scale to the size of your business.
0: With two locations, one on Merriman Avenue in Asheville and the other in Black Mountain, They make it very convenient as an option for any Asheville local business.
1: All right. So maybe you're not a business owner or perhaps a corporate membership is just a little bit outside of reach for you and your business today. Range can still help. They offer a wide variety of other memberships, including family and individual memberships. And you don't even need to be a member to visit Range Urgent Care, as they are also in network with most major insurances and offer affordable and transparent flat rate visits.
0: And now for the special offer, just for the listeners of the Making It a National Podcast, Range is offering a free first month of their annual membership. And that's any membership, whether it's business, professional, family, as Sarah said, all of them will get you your free first month uh, visit making it in dot com forward slash range to learn more about this very special offer and more about the subscription plans. Again, that's making it dot com forward slash range for a free first month in any annual membership.
1: Making it a Nashville podcast. This is a podcast where we interview different local entrepreneurs here in Asheville, business owners, creatives, artists, and more. I am Sarah and this is Tony. We are your hosts. And today we are really excited to have Elijah and Patricia of Chill Cereal Bar here in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, can you introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
2: I'm Patricia Waters. I'm Elijah Cott's mother. And I am a full-time entrepreneur now. Since COVID, I don't work anymore.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> so, now, so now you work all the time. So you don't work anymore. You just work all the time. Yeah,
2: right. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a mom. I'm the nurse. I'm the everything. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And Elijah? Hey, I'm Elijah Cox. Uh,
3: I'm 14. And I like to play basketball a lot. <laughs> and I like to like do this business and stuff like that, carry on this business.
0: That's, that's awesome. And so, what is this business, right? So, Chill Cereal, uh, give us a, uh, the the tweetable on what is a Chill Cereal. Wait, say it again. Sorry. So <laughs> what, what is what is your business? Because we were inspired by the business that you've started and run, and how you're making it work through a pandemic. Uh, I'd love to hear what it is that you do
1: and, and tell our audience because I don't I don't know if everyone listening knows what Chill Not Cereal yet. Bar
3: is. So we do pop ups like at uh like at businesses, meetings, uh, birthdays, any events, and then we we set up. We get like our cereals. We bring any type of milks, any type of like a, what's it called toppings, toppings and stuff like that. We bring all what the top- that you want.
1: What kind of toppings go go on the cereal bar? Like, as I think, I think cereal. I think cereal and then milk, and that's it. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing something. What What <laughs> yeah. do you put on top? marshmallows
2: graham crackers candy uh fruit Mm. yogurt
0: i'm I'm thinking cereal bar meets like an ice cream sundae build like um like (laughs) what what it like ice cream toppings is is kind of what i'm hearing and it's uh and it's it it seems to me so how did this idea come up because i'm i'm in love with it i am uh, cereal and bre- breakfast is my favorite meal. And then in college, my favorite thing to do was to, to absolutely go nuts in the cereal <laughs> section. So I, I, I've been thinking about cereal more than most. How did this idea come to mind?
2: So one day we was downstairs in the kitchen. He was like, can I bring down all the cereals? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. He was like, we should open up a cereal bar. It's like a light bulb one. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so Asheville. It's so different. so unique. I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh. But I was like, where do I start? Because I never thought I'd try to open up a restaurant or anything. I thought, me, I'm so stylish on shoes or clothes or anything. So I went to Mountain Business Work and took a class. And I was like, okay, yeah, I think think we can do this.
0: That's amazing. Okay, so uh, lightning goes off. And you think maybe the idea, because I think cereal bar is a, is a great concept, right? So a cereal bar, because there's a cereal bar. You can buy like you know bars of cereal. Yeah. but There are bars, and bars are for you know for grown people. Bars are cool. And so like a cereal bar is yeah. like there's a just the name is interesting. Yeah. And so the interest gets you going, and then you find your way to Mountain BizWorks. Is that mm-hmm. like did you already know? Did you talk to people and they say you have to go to Mountain BizWorks? How did you find it yourself?
2: Well, Mountain BizWorks. Um, well, I Googled where do I go in Asheville to talk about business because I didn't know. And Mountain Business Work came up. So I went there and talked to them and what classes I needed to take to write out a business plan and everything. So from there, Mountain Business Work has been my mentor, my my everything to get chill sewer bar that They believed in me when I told them, you know, like you tell somebody your concept, like, oh, my gosh, I really. Yes, you There's know. It's something there. So, yeah. Before COVID, I did want a restaurant where it was going to be like you sit at a bar and you have mm-hmm. all the cereals out and, you know, have your different meals and your different toppings and everything you put on, what, like a yogurt.
0: Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. you want to put
2: on your yeah. yogurt. That's how it's going to be with TVs in there, you know, where um, parents can come in like they have a little playground in the back because we don't have stuff mm-hmm. for kids to do in Asheville. Yeah. stuff so for the teenagers where they can play the game or, you know, do different stuff. I was going to have people come in to read to the kids, different ideas. And then also want a cereal bus before COVID started too, because I wanted to go into the community and the schools to talk about how important it is to have breakfast, um, in the morning times, just like Tom's shoes. You know how you, you buy a pair yeah. of Tom's and you get back a shoe. That's yeah. how we want to do in the school system. you If I bowl a cereal $15, you're going to get $5 so we can feed a child for a week at a school for breakfast or something. So
1: I um, love that. I think that's so, I think that's a really, really good idea. And I saw recently too on your Facebook that you donated a bunch of cereal boxes to some schools too. Right. Tell us about that. Like, how did you come up with that? Well, I seen it on Facebook and they needed, (laughs) they
2: needed supplies. I'm like, oh, we should donate cereal because. Yeah. Why not? So I went to um, Asher City Schools and donated 50 boxes of cereal just to give back, because that's what we do. We give back, even though we're struggling, but still want to give back to the community as much as possible, because giving, it it makes you feel so good. And I'm showing him like, you know, it's better than give to receive because kids don't understand that.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, it, it human, is, human yeah, things to learn. Yeah. It's, an,
0: it's an observed uh, lesson. That is for sure. And so uh, help me understand the timeline on this, right? So when, when did this, we should open a cereal bar conversation happen?
2: On March the 7th is national cereal day. So of uh, 2019, March the 7th, wow. we did our first pop-up at an in-home daycare. With Kenan Lake. Kenan Lake was our first customer who invited us to his <laughs> daughter's oh, yeah. uh, daycare. So we went there. And from there, like, word of mouth and me networking, mm-hmm. going to networking events and um, getting our name out there. That's how we get our business, by networking. I go to every – before COVID, I went to yeah. every networking event, Um
0: just and that, I mean that's how we heard about you all. Right? <laughs> yeah. we, we heard through um, Asheville Chamber of Commerce.
2: Yeah, we, uh, at, we like, did a ribbon cut.
0: They're the best. Yeah. There's no better energy. There's, and and the idea is great, and people are loving. So uh, we heard about you through that uh, that network that you have built in the community. Uh, that's that's so special. So it was, it was a at this point March. So it's a year and a half ago mm-hmm. or so uh, in that. In those early days, right? So you have the business model class from Mountain BizWorks, right? Elijah, w- what are you thinking? You're like, I, Ma, I was just kidding. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Why's, why are you so serious about this? Like, what How are you feeling? Early days?
3: Like, I would, I wouldn't expect my mom to take it this far. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking of stuff, and she actually like went on with it. So yeah, I mean. yeah. And yeah. so
0: are you there on these mornings or I'm imagining it's mostly mornings where you're running a cereal bar uh, or is your mom really your first employee? Uh, I think my mom is. Yeah, my mom, definitely.
2: I'm the first, but the 59 in yeah. school, he go to business meetings with me because I'm teaching him how it is to run a business. Um, when we go to um, banks, loans and anything, show him how to look somebody in the eye, handshake. So because they don't teach entrepreneur in school. So I'm showing him how it is to be an entrepreneur. So anytime he's not in school or having basketball games when we was in person, he'll go and help set up and do everything else. But if he's not, it's just me on the front line. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And do you do you guys divide responsibilities like, Elijah, do you do only one kind of thing? And then Patricia, you do one thing or is it just kind of whatever is needed at the moment? I think it's whatever's needed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, based yeah. on some of our pre conversations, I had a feeling that Elijah might be the like marketing director or brand director. Cause, uh, shout out to the YouTube channel that they're both wearing, uh, branded t shirts, which are awesome. So we'll, I'll do my best to describe it. I'm seeing a <laughs> ser- like a cereal mug with arms and legs, kind of like the yes. Kool-Aid character, not to, not to, Bring a trademark into the equation, but yeah, don't do that. Yeah, cookie, mon- <laughs> cookie Monster meets Mister Kool Aid Man, with, uh, the cereal bar, the cereal like uh, letters alphabet soup in the top, writing out the brand name, and I love it. And when that was your idea, mm-hmm. yes, that was my idea. Well, I think it's I think it's absolutely fantastic. And so uh, you go from your first event, March seventh international cereal day yes. i'll never forget it now <laughs> and 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 it, there's there's a word of mouth engine but like what what is practically like what's happening are you going to like a sam's club or a bj's and you're buying some wholesale you know pallets of cereal or, yes. or are you, what is the economics what's the business look like how do you figure out that first day we're gonna buy a bunch of boxes of cereal
2: Well, how we do the pop-up is that you can tell us what you want, how many cereals you want. You tell me if you want Captain crunch, fruit loops. You tell me what you want us to bring. Mm -hmm. Different milks if you want, whole milk, uh, organic milk, strawberry milk, chocolate milk. It's all about what you want us to bring and the toppings. So that's how we do it. When you set up for for a conference or a birthday party, you let us know what you would like us to bring. And that's when I go to Sam's to get everything that we need.
0: Love it. And then, uh, I mean, I could ask a million questions. Sarah, I want to give you a second <laughs> to, to chime in. Okay, Mike
1: Hogger over there.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. All right. So, so I, I just, I, I find it fascinating because I think um, in the wide world of entrepreneurship, I think there's often, uh, there's a tendency where people that I'll have conversations with that think that they need to come up with the next Tesla, right? Like, there are like I need to make the craziest, most incredible, wild technological advancement, otherwise I can't run a business mm-hmm. and then there's this whole other school of thought where it's like you could buy stuff real cheap, bulk and then make <laughs> money on it, and that's you know do that enough and you're you're running a business, do that at all and you you're running a business, do that enough, and you could build a, a lifestyle that works right. um, and so i'm I'm fascinated by all things where it's you're looking to find you know, per- differences in perceived value. It, it, if I go to Sam's Club, I might say, wow, that box of cereal is affordable or or expensive or whatever. But if I am at an event and I'm getting cereal and I'm getting like greeted, I'm just imagining how mm-hmm. much value you add to a box of right. cereal that would otherwise be just a You're
2: getting a the thing. experience. You bring exactly. back your ch- childhood back like when i do conferences and everything i just set up and leave because they don't want us there but when i do daycares i do after school or anything we play cereal games we do different stuff i interact with kids i don't just leave you know that's yeah i make it fun for them you know having a bowl of cereal we interact but in a conference they don't want us there so it's just like set up and just go
1: yeah yeah exactly what kind of cereal games do you play I try to make, like, depends on the age, like the fruit loop,
2: necklaces, okay. or different stuff, you know, it depends on what kind of, what age they are.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. I love that. Is there is there one particular type of cereal that gets requested a lot more than others? Uh,
2: fruity Pebbles yeah, fruity always pebbles. win. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it don't matter what, if you're in a conference or anything, it always wins.
1: That is funny.
2: That's yes.
0: funny. I, I I would like to ask the the room. Do you have a favorite cereal? I Fruity Pebbles was always something that I loved the commercials for. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've I might have had Fruity Pebbles three times. Really, but Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes all day. Oh, day! Well, and it, partly because my name was to- Tony. Was just, <laughs> you know, you you gotta respect the brand. Yeah, Tony, Tony the Tiger was a little kerchief. <laughs> um, but that was my favorite. What What were your go to cereals?
1: Uh, lucky Charms.
0: Mm. Yes, mine's Fruity pebbles. Pretty
1: pebbles. Mm-hmm. pebbles. I think mine is cinnamon toast crunch. Ooh. Well, it depended on the age, but but I can still, if I were to go back to a cereal now, I don't, you don't eat a lot of cereal now. But if I were to go back, I would eat some cinnamon toast crunch.
0: But your cereal, your Sarah's brand of cereal today is like a granola based. Cereal, so when I mean, you still have something and you put milk or a milk thing into yeah. most of your granolas,
1: but it, yeah, but it's not so it's, like it's, it's not like thirty
0: year old of
1: but now, but now I'm like, oh, you know, like do you ever have the systems so I have those days where it's like dinner go. time, but all I want to eat is just like cereal, Like mm-hmm. I don't want anything savory, I just want a cereal. do you ever that's you my son,
2: It doesn't matter. Yeah. If I cook. He still want a bowl of cereal.
1: But you can eat cereal any time of day. You can eat a breakfast
2: yeah. noon, nighttime, snack time. So you can eat it anytime. Yeah. yeah. This
0: this episode of Making in Asheville brought to you by Grain <laughs> Growers of America and the cereal board. Um, so I, I I completely agree. Cereal, especially I mean, I just think that there's there's some crazy legs here. I think there's an incredible like story that's happening. And so um I want to just quickly think uh, at, at what point? I mean, at what point in 2019 did you go from this is a idea, and this is a thing that we could maybe do once a month to how how do I make this a like a full time business? And ha- I mean, has that happened? When did that happen? Did it happen in 2019? What was the progress from the first event to?
2: My first event was law. I was getting business here and there. Mm-hmm. And then, word of the mouth, it was like, okay, I was getting two a month.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then it's like, okay, three a month. Just depends on how many business meetings I went to, networking events. And then um, we had the ribbon cutting at the Chamber of Commerce. And then, March the 4th, and then COVID hit. And I had so many events coming up after the ribbon cutting that I was starting to seem like, oh my gosh, it's starting to really take off because of the, so now it's just like a a standstill. Okay. Since COVID.
0: And so since COVID, it's been no events. Is there any kind of workarounds that you've been able to find dropping off cereal and letting other people manage it themselves? Nothing?
2: Nothing right now. Um, At first I was like, you know, hey, should we still do it because of COVID? Because we're a pop-up. So, a restaurants already hard to open up, so we're gonna have to do a hundred times more being a pop up, but that's what we do. So, I'm showing him just because a pandemic happened that this is not gonna stop us, we're gonna come back harder and stronger than yeah. ever. Everybody gonna know Chill Cereal Bar and Cafe, <laughs> and we're gonna work hard and we're gonna get that cereal bus. And this is not the end of us, this is only the beginning. So, so
0: mm-hmm. I- I'm, I'm absolutely in love with it, and I could see the headlines serial entrepreneur (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just it's so good it's i mean it 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 seems to write itself i think there's a um there are so many things like we used to do these monthly in-person events and Mm -hmm. i would i mean we we, our thought was like we wanted to be the opposite of what people think of a traditional networking event where it's very i don't know Icky is it a word to yeah. <laughs> attempt to try and capture some of those feelings. And we want it to be casual and fun. And it would just be so obvious that having a, a serial pop up experience in one of these networking events yes. would, work, would work great.
1: And also because we try to vary the time, time of day. Like we don't always want to do it at night because not everyone drinks, you know, or sometimes people just our night people. And so we were doing like morning and then
0: midday. uh, midday, Anyway, I just, I I see that in a, in a society where people can, can get together without being like fearful of that. How well that story plays out. Um, Interesting. So March comes and things have been in a standstill. So what has 2020 since March been like for you primarily? Um, Is there networking clearly has changed. Has there been anything happening in the business that we can champion or, or support?
2: Okay. Um, 2020 at first it was like at a standstill. I didn't know what else we can do because it's a pop-up in COVID. So we have revamped our website. We did get a new logo as you see as our t-shirts and we have pivot with, you know, the uh, COVID guidelines and everything. So on March not March, but October the 15th and October the 31st, we will be at the grind. Nice. Yes, yes. So yes. we're doing, um, we're still getting the details in order. So um, October the 15th, there'll be virtual learning for the kids there. They'll bring their computers there and Chill Cerebral are going to give them, provide cereal for them. That's so that's on the 15th. That's going to be from 8 to 12. And then on Halloween, we're doing something with the kids in the morning time from eight to twelve um at the grind, but we're still working out the details. But there there
1: are confirmed dates. So yeah. We're yeah. excited. So. That's so exciting. Yeah, getting back into things. Yeah. yeah, I know it's it's a weird time and I know that we'll all come out of this and things will go back to normal. But kind of getting creative in the meantime. Well, I want to go back to a little bit of The early days when you first started and learn a little bit more about your networking strategy um, and your marketing strategy as a whole. So what a what kind of um, networking events did you go to and how did you take advantage of those?
2: Okay, the networking events. Um, like I said, people uh, that know me, send they have a business meeting, so they'll reach out to me and let me know. So anytime anybody's like, "Oh, we having a business meeting? Do you think you can come?" I'm going to it. Anytime somebody's like, "Oh, we have a networking event, you should come." I'm going. I don't care if I don't know what they're talking about. I'm going. Anything you gonna tell me that's gonna help us, I'm gonna be there. And every time mm-hmm. I go to a networking event, I always say, at least if I can reach one person in this room. It's going to be worth it. Every time I go to a networking event, I always meet one person in that room. So it's just a word yeah. by mouth. That's my marketing. I should do better on social media. I'm trying my best now. But since it's COVID, yeah. so I think it'll be better. But my networking event was me being present and us being present and just networking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that as a strategy. Um, we've talked to some other their guests. I know it's not like... it strategy I don't know if that's the right word but like I love that as like a, a thought like as you're going into a networking event like just thinking okay just one conversation mm-hmm. that's all I need to do I find that helpful especially because I'm very introverted and so yeah. going to networking events can be feel not natural to me I guess is the right word Um so I think that's a great a great tip what about how do you approach that one conversation? You know, how do you how do you start that conversation and get to know people? Are there specific um, questions that you always try to ask or a way to introduce yourself in the conversation?
2: I'm just an outgoing person. I go on <laughs> anybody. So I'm going to come up to you, you like, hey, I'm yeah. Patricia. <laughs> nice to meet you. I got chills to rock. F.A. And when I said that, I'm like, oh, tell me about it. Boom, there we are. You know? Yeah. So And he's an introvert, too. He's quiet, but, you know, so I'm showing him, too, because see how he is now, like, very quiet. (laughs) But once we get done, he's going to talk my head off. But I'm just trying to show him, if you talk to people, you never know what somebody can do to help us to get where we need to be. It's just that one conversation. Reach out and talk to him. It's going to be all right. Even if you mess up, it's okay.
1: Yeah. I feel especially that's true in Asheville, because it's such a small town Mm -hmm. that, you know, you never know who someone else knows, right? And uh, people can, people I feel like pay it forward a lot here, right. More than than other places yeah. in my experience. Yeah, yeah.
0: there's a uh, there's a Gary Vaynerchuk is was very m- informative to me as I was like early twenties and even still today. But one of the things that he used to stress was it doesn't matter how big your audience is mm-hmm. because if there's if you say the thing, whatever that thing is—the thing you need, the thing that you offer—the thing, say the thing, and the right person hears of your ten-person audience, you could fast track to the front of the line. Right? Like, we you don't like we don't know who's listening to this episode, who's thinking about moving to Asheville, who's got a grandson who's moving to Asheville. Whatever it is, all of a sudden they listen to the episode, and you're on their radar, and the the world changes. I mean, right. it, uh, president of. Kellogg <laughs> Cereal could be listening to the yeah. people, There's no way to know. And you they're like, we're, we're sponsoring them. Like, yeah. I, I that is how to me, and I'm obnoxiously optimistic and obnoxiously positive. But my, my, the way I think that the world works is that it rushes to meet you when you're moving in a direction yeah. with some sense of authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, so, I, if I don't
2: uh, believe it, nobody else is going to believe in it. But, yeah. So, I'm teaching like, Faithful of a month to see. We're a C. We was a little baby C. And we done grew so big. No matter how many times we fall down, we gonna always get back up and keep it pushing. He gonna remember this for the rest of his life. He might not understand it now because he's 14. But when he go to another job or he start another business, he be like, oh, my mama never gave up on something I said to him. He's going to take that because we always think that what our yeah. parents tell us when we get older, like, oh, my mama did tell me that. So right now he's like, oh, okay. But when he get older, he's like, oh, yeah, I got this. I can do this. I'm not going to yeah. let nobody stop me, you know. So I'm yeah. just trying I, to teach I, him that.
0: I love it. And I look forward to the days when you look back and you're like, man, in 2020, we <laughs> thought we were big. Yeah. Like, we <laughs> thought we were big in 2020. Can you imagine that? Um, yeah. So, uh, Elijah, to put you on the spot in some of these early meetings and some of the, the events that you went to or or the banks that you visited, what were some of the things that you like learned or noticed in these processes?
3: Something that I learned is like, just telling me how to grow up as a, as a, a business and like this teaching me to like, uh, I don't really know, but like, it's, pro- I-, I can't really remember right now, but like is, what I re- what I remember
1: from right now
3: is like teaching me how to grow out of the business really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah like and- the steps, like here's what we need to do and yeah. yeah. All the different components. Well, what about the logo? I mean, I, so you have a, you have a new logo now, but your first logo was a little bit different. How did that, how did you create that?
3: Well, I just, I just started something and my mom <laughs> and my mom said, you should draw a logo for our cereal bar for our first, like, you know, mm-hmm. our design. Right. And so I I drew it and my mom g- gave in with this person from West Ashford, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And they, mm-hmm. and they like created it and like told us how to they like, colored it in, printed us out for us and we got it. We got it done. But like like, the drawing experience was pretty hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How many how many drawings did you do before you 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 got got the one one. that you liked? Was it the first try or did you do a bunch? A lot. A lot.
0: A lot. I love it. And do you do you find yourself drawing a lot or is that the first time you really try to make some work?
3: No, that was like really the first time like I I drew really. (laughs) I didn't really I don't really draw like that
0: okay well for for when it when it counts you did a great job it? which is i think the lesson uh if there seems to be is you have to do it you have to figure it out if if listener if you knew how long we spent trying to troubleshoot making <laughs> this episode happen, you know and that's that i think if i could go back to 14 year old me, like those are the things that i would love exposure to i mean my parents both worked very hard um and that's I, I, I'm blessed, absolutely blessed. But there's just certain things around like troubleshooting. Like the only and I still do it to this day, the only troubleshooting I can think of at 14 was like, if the video game's not working, take it out. Blow on yes. the markers. <laughs> and honestly, that's what happened today. Like I just unplugged the computer, turned it back in, tried again. Uh so it to me, one of the lessons is Hey, you seem incredibly tenacious, Patricia. Like that, yes. just consistent move forward. What's next? How do we do it? And troubleshooting, problem solving—those are the things.
1: Yeah, yeah. What were Thank so you. what? What would you say is your or was your biggest challenge or biggest obstacle that you had to come over and create this business?
2: COVID, yeah. because yeah. like I said, March the third was a uh, um, ribbon cutting. I had so many things lined up and just stopped everything. And mm-hmm. it's hard being an entrepreneur and it's hard trying to show him, you know, these days I cry because I want it so bad. You know, you want mm-hmm. it so bad or you don't know what direction you need to go into. I'm making the right decision. But I look at him like, yeah, this is the right decision. We're going to figure it out. It's going to happen. I got to just keep being positive. I can't let this take over and like, Oh, well we started it. We're not going to start back. No, we're going to finish this and we're going to come out better and stronger than ever before. And I keep saying that because I believe it in my heart. I know, I know in my heart that we're going to be, we're going to be big. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I believe it too. I do too, <laughs> because of the, your enthusiasm. <laughs> I don't know. Like
0: I, I, I haven't googled. It. I, I, I don't know if any. So I could. I just think of like there are places in New York. So we moved here from New York yeah. about, about a year and a half ago. There are places in New York, and maybe you know it's a, it's a fundamentally different market, but whatever. Like there was a place that was just rice pudding. There was a place that just does peanut butter and jellies. There's a place that mm-hmm. just does. And so while those are brick and mortar in, you know, a 10 million person city, right um, there. All all that does to me is signal that there's a time and a space and there's opportunity to also do it. There's a great uh, metaphor that I heard for the first time in a Ted talk by Benjamin Alexander, um, who's a conductor for an orchestra and it has a Ted talk called shining eyes. That is just absolutely fantastic. And, he talks about um, this, this uh, whether or not it's true, but the story of people going to some uninhibited continent for the first time and being shoe salesmen. And there's two shoe salesmen. And the one guy writes back on a telegram, uh, hope is lost. No one here wears shoes. Uh-huh. And then the other guy writes, opportunity of a lifetime. No one's wear shoes yet. <laughs> right. And I think that uh, there's two ways to see the world. It's like, all right, well, no one's making a cereal. Like, there's no competition for a cereal bar. Right. Pop up brick and mortar in Asheville. Great. That means that we get to be the first to do it. And if there were, great. That means that it's just validated and we can now compete them. Right. So I'm, like, so inspired by the name, the concept, the story of you two – uh, that I just I, I feel like cold emails to the vice president at Kellogg Corp is going to get you
2: guys. <laughs> well, help us out, yes, anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just
0: send it to the top, like, say, hey, hey, w- we're we're looking for some cereal in Asheville. What can you do? I have a feeling people you have more cereal than you know to do mm-hmm. with with a well placed email somewhere,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, like and like coming on here, like you said, it's like opportunity. Like I don't never know what what's gonna happen, but I feel like something gonna happen out of a podcast, you know, like, you never know, you know, so just thinking positive, like I said, coming out of COVID, and having these pop ups and being on this podcast, like when she coming for that podcast, I was down, I'm gonna tell you, I was down, this <laughs> gave me this gave me what I need. I told her that. I was like, you just don't know what I've been going through. You know, people don't know what you go through in your own house when you trying to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur. And you're like, what way can I get back out there? What can I do? And then she gave me that call that gave me like,
0: that like yes, and, and the she that she's talking about is Laura. She's our Uh-oh. community director, and uh, I, it means so much t- that we have an opportunity to support you, right? To, to with this mm-hmm. little platform that is growing, um, tell stories of like the community working hard to make it in Asheville. Like that is the the dream that we had was not to just interview. You know, the biggest, baddest businesses in Western North Car- Carolina. It's also to to tell the idea, like, early stage, concept stage, mm-hmm. or one year in. Because uh, that,
1: that's often where people need the most help. Right. It's, it's in that, like, struggle moment. Because if, if someone else is listening and they're like, oh, okay, they're struggling too. Like, yeah, that's.
2: I know, feel like we rebrand okay. like, bringing out chill Cereal Bar again for the first time. That's how I feel. Yeah. All over yeah. again. So I'm Absolutely. like, I'm reinducing Chill Steer Bar to everybody for the first time ever. That's how I feel mm-hmm. today. Like, especially with my new logo, especially with my mm-hmm. new uh, website, being on a podcast. I just feel like this is the beginning of Chill Steer Bar all over again.
3: I love
0: <laughs> it. And do you mind if I ask questions about you selling uh, these events and what that looks like?
3: I'm sorry. So when, when, so
0: when you when you sell like uh, with the Chamber of Commerce uh-huh. as an example, when you work with an event, are you selling a single event? Are you selling a package? A, a package. Event, a package. I like yes. that. Okay. yeah So what, what, how, like how are you, how do you pitch Chill cereal bar uh, to a uh, to a location? Maybe it's a uh, whatever location it is. How do you pitch?
2: I tell and sell it. So I just tell them to go to our website. You know how I say, go to the website. You can pick out your packages, A, B, C, D, or or whatever. So I just say, go to our website and see what you like. Or sometimes I already have... I always come prepared. I have my little paper and I uh, give them to them on, at networking events. Like, oh, like how much is this? Because everybody always asks, like, well, if I do five series, how much would it be? You know, and that's what I had a hard time with saying, like how much it is. I always sell myself yeah. short because I'm trying to get our name out there. Yeah, so I, I haven't I haven't made you no know, money. OK, so it's basically just trying to get our name out there. I know the money will come and I know that first year they say, yeah, I've never make none. And that's the honest got truth. Mm -hmm. so
1: So
0: but it's gonna
2: come yeah it's gonna come come. yeah yeah
0: and that's always it's a balancing act is how much do you do for free or for cost or for less than cost um to to get that brand awareness and get that recognition and get feet in the door Mm -hmm. um and so that's uh, i'm with you if that's a hard place to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just it's a hard place to be. Yeah. how did, did did Mountain BizWorks help with coming up with some of those first packages and numbers for uh, like when 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 you think back to the business plan concept, like were they helping you think? Here's how much it costs to buy cereal. Mm-hmm. We need to make this much, so here's how much we have to sell it for.
2: Yeah, because I went through Mountain BizWorks. I work with Western Business Center. Um I've been at Aisha Adams Accelerator. Um, Program so mm-hmm. um, I just got done with her program this weekend for the third time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what um, I work with Dr. Joseph Fox, he's my mentor. So I have a lot of mentors and everybody that's helping me with this. So it's like okay, you shouldn't don't sell yourself short. That's what they keep telling me. But you know you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I should chart it, no, you need to. You know, so just have those other mentors out there and taking different classes to let us know about marketing about um, your prices and your audience and everything. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting my confidence. Like I said, yeah. I'm going to these classes and building the confidence Up uh, the more confidence I have. He going to have the confidence in it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what has been the most helpful, um, course or, or area that you learned from all these different classes and. Uh,
2: this weekend I learned, uh, about explore Asheville uh, yes. about marketing. Like I said, I don't market us cause am just not into that. So I have to get into that. So explore Asheville, I have learned so much about being in a class for an hour on Saturday, just know yeah. what they do. Cause I didn't know about explore Asheville for some, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't know yeah. about them. Yeah. So, um, that and about taxes, you know, I had a class oh, on taxes, yeah. um, <laughs> I a lot about that, and about the lbgt community, mm-hmm. how to get them involved too. Because you know we don't think about the other communities than the communities that we have. So mm-hmm. if I reach out to them and put it on our website and different stuff, you know how people like, oh yeah, they for the community like we are. But you never think like that unless you have a class like you need to reach out to different communities than the communities that you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that as a statement too. I think it's um. It's so hard and especially with COVID because we're we're in our own little bubbles and social media right shows us only what it wants to show us or right. what it thinks we like. And so then we kind of miss out on all these opportunities a lot of time. But yeah, I think you're doing it right where you're actively seeking to target or, or get connected to those different groups and those communities. Yeah. Right.
0: And and when I think about Marketing for the two of you. I mean, it's the energy that you bring to a physical space. If you can get half of that, if you get a quarter of that to show up in posts, right? Right. It just it amplifies who the both of you are and this business, and allows it to stay in spaces that you can't physically be in. And so, uh, while. Oftentimes, I will say that I think like marketing and social media marketing for early businesses can be just like, uh, you know, uh, it can be playing patty cake. You're not actually pushing a business forward. There are certain times where attempting to tell your story, the best place to do it is on on social. And the two of you have an incredible story. (laughs) And so uh, here's to whatever lessons came out of that. Also, absolutely. I think it's. I think the idea of be becoming aware of all of the th- all of the things in Asheville that are around and with the mission of supporting the community uh, mm-hmm. is one of our biggest like oversights. Like we're we're constantly trying to learn about all of what's actually here, and so to to know that like Explore Asheville is available, and you could put up a page on it, and you can let them know that yes, you do conferences. Like yeah. Conferences start <laughs> happening again in Asheville. Like, what right. an incredible opportunity! They mm-hmm. can just like select you as yeah. a vendor. That's that's the best. That seems like such a great mm-hmm. deal, and and it's so easy to not necessarily know unless you know.
2: Right, and if I didn't take that class with Asha Adams, I would have never known about it. So because it was a three day event, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Saturday was like all day from like nine to two. But, you know, Aisha's like, this is the class, Patricia, you need to take for your business. so she was really like, oh, you need to take this class, this class. Every class she doesn't tell me like, oh, yeah, I do. And so um, Pat, which is the director of Explore Asheville, she's going to help us get our page on Explore Asheville now. So I didn't know about that. So, like I said, like a word my mouth, like people helping me. Whatever you tell me I need to do to help our business grow, I'm going to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah audience if you're listening yeah, like, if <laughs> you have like, ideas unsolicited advice yeah, i guess send, send
0: <laughs> in. Um, but i i'm one of the things that's coming up for me is like i, I see customers for you this is me i see customers for you as like uh you know the daycares that you're currently working with and then big gigantic tourism events like when those come back, right, like you have, there's this opportunity to, or, or businesses that are investing and not just spending, right? And the key All difference right. for, for and, and this is with almost every business, is that the goal should be to transition from a cost to an investment. And that's a, nothing is different. It's just a psychological shift right who your customer is that says like, oh, well, how much does cereal cost? If I go to Sam's Club, how much would it cost us to like, well, what are, what are they charging? That's not where we want to be. <laughs> we don't yeah. want to be anywhere. You don't want to <laughs> be anywhere near that. You want to nah. be like, what, what value am I bringing to the community? What value am I bringing to my guests, to whoever's going to have this opportunity right. to explore childhood again with candies and cereal and sugar and maybe healthy alternatives, which I don't know if they exist yet, but like, <laughs> you know, something uh, almond milk, uh, right? But like, how, how are we going to add value to this event? And that value is completely subjective. And value can go up to the moon. But mm-hmm. cost can only go down so far. Right. So we want to sell stories of, of value. Yeah.
2: You try and bring the community back together one cereal bowl at a time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love it. Yeah,
0: like, When I think of the th- a thing that is um, comforting f- for me, like the, the, the traditional... Uh, thing that I think is stuck in most people's heads is like a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Yeah, for me, it's like <laughs> I just want some cereal, I just want to watch Netflix. I just I that's want to it, be, like in my feelings, and that's cereal
2: and your pajamas oh, and yeah. a t shirt and some sweatpants. Yeah. Just eating your bowl of cereal. cereal. You come home from a long day, you want some cereal, you know, you can eat cereal so. anytime, dry cereal, you yeah. know, the little babies, you give them uh, yeah. the Cheerios. Cheerios. Cheerios.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you have this whole culture of people that uh, eat, like they specifically make cereal milk. Have you heard of this?
0: I was just gonna ask about (laughs) this.
1: It's like, so there's like this new wave of recipes that are coming out of people who use cereal milk in their coffee because they love the way it tastes. So like you would marinate the cereal in the milk Mm -hmm. and then drain out the cereal. Do whatever so, you want with it. But I'm then going use to try the milk that. Again so it again. Oh
0: coffee. my god, it's like cold brew that. coffee. Yeah. Except, so you do it with the milk. It's cold, cold brew milk, cereal milk.
1: Yeah, cereal, cereal milk. coffee or something. So I, there, I mean, know.
0: there's something there. And I was just going to ask, like, when you eat cereal, mm-hmm. do you attempt to eat it as fast as possible so that it's constantly crunchy the entire time, or no. do you let it kind of, you let it kind of sit and get a little softer? A
2: little soft, not too soft, but a little soft. soft. But it's I don't nice like so all that yeah. crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I used to
0: like. I used to love a really like soft. Cereal.
1: No cats and crunch for you. <laughs> also, yeah.
0: I, I don't know if I've ever had just a bowl of cereal. I think I I crush the cereal the first time, leave the milk, reload, really? with cereal, and then I that's my.
1: Yeah, I had I had a friend in college that would would pour the checks. He would eat, eat Chex milk checks checks cereal mix. whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah, and he would put that in, and then he lit, like intentionally let it sit for five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Until it became mush, mm-hmm. oh, okay. mush it all together and oh. then eat it like, like a porridge,
0: mush it all together is a little, I, I would just scoop it out real fast, <laughs> yeah. but, but so that leftover, so the leftover, uh, sugar milk, I think is a very special thing. And if you're not, you know, hazelnut creamer or whatever is way yeah. less interesting to me than, uh, frosted flake milk, uh, that's leftover and you get to put that into something, sign me up
1: yeah
2: and also we're coming out with something new too we're gonna try it's like um fruity pebble shot glasses mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like i made out of fruity pebbles and it's like oh, a shot glass nice. but you put milk in it's like a little thing and you can eat it so we're trying that out too so we're gonna have something, something like different coming up so nice. just trying to do something different and fun and creative you know just something different yeah. Because we're already different and unique. And that's what I tell them. Like, you know, in school, you know, kids get bullied for being different. But you want to be different. You stand out. Yeah.
1: yeah. Elijah, what do your friends at school think about you uh, being a business owner and (laughs) running this? bar?
3: Some of my friends, they think it's cool, really.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) They really think it's cool. Like some of my friends are supportive with it. And some people, some of my friends, they really don't know about it. But like some of them, they're really supportive with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: And so Elijah, uh, opportunity to ask school in 2020, how is that going for you? Right. So I know that the business has changed. Like, are you are you in school a hundred percent from home right now? Yes. Okay. And so has that been a burden? Is that easy for you? Do you like it more? Like, cause you mentioned friends. I'm wondering like, what does friendship look like in I 2020 mean, for a teenager?
3: Some of my friends I could still play with play with them through at like the Xbox or whatever. But, like some friends from school or we're not, like I, I really don't get to talk to them as much. Mm-hmm. I, I used to at school. But like uh, my other friends that doesn't go to the same school as me, I still talk to them like on the phone or like on my Xbox or something like that. Yeah.
0: And and I, I meant to ask this earlier, but ha- had you ever had any other like entrepreneurial ideas? Were you selling lemonade on the corner? No,
3: I, no, you, I haven't. Not, not really. Yeah, okay. the first
0: one. You never know. Cool. Um, and so I, I think uh, hats off to your friends who are supportive. Those are good friends. Yes. <laughs> those are good friends. And so uh, I guess a, a kind of a transition. When you look around the community, it seems like you're you're dialed into this entrepreneur, uh, whether it's Mountain Bizworths. Uh, Aisha Adams, uh Keenan, like who who's your community of entrepreneurs in Asheville uh, that you look to or that you work with most?
3: Uh who I work with most that I really know is Keenan Lake.
2: Yeah, yeah he's in my daddy taught me that. Oh mm-hmm.
0: awesome.
2: Yeah. And I volunteer for my sister taught me that with Leslie Lake. So me and Leslie went to school and graduated together.
0: Wow. What yeah, I mean. So. We I absolutely loved that conversation. Um, I look forward. So how is my daddy taught me that and my sister taught me that evolved in uh pandemic? Because we met them right as it was starting, right? Like, and we weren't exactly sure uh, of what the reopening experience would be like. How has that been um, in the last six months or so?
2: My daddy told me that I had a summer program that Elijah was in when I got paid $200 uh, like every week, $225 every two
3: weeks, every
2: two weeks of learning with math, reading and science. So they went still in which that was really good. Cause he got his own money like in that. the summertime. And so that's been good. And they still have a program. My sister taught me that we had program um, twice and then we stopped. And then we had um, lunch this Sunday with the girls and then we're gonna start back another again, but it's you know here and there with everybody's schedule.
0: And you do, I imagine doing the best you can with uh, masks and
2: mm-hmm. social distancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah,
1: tell cool. us a little bit about what you guys do for fun when you're not slinging cereal or in school or working. I'm usually playing basketball.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, he loves basketball.
0: What position? I play point guard. Point guard. Yes. Right on. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I was not good at basketball. I played defense pretty well. <laughs> you know, like the. Uh, but yeah, my I think you learn. I don't know. I'll I'll just speak for myself. Like I, whatever my friends were into, I tried to be into. And my friends were into lacrosse. I played. I played a lot of lacrosse. But um, that what I love about basketball is like you can go into any town in like the country and there's a hoop somewhere.
1: Mhm, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. There aren't many lacrosse nets, <laughs> except for in you know New Jersey and Maryland.
1: Yeah, it's a very New England sport. Okay. So, sure. uh, what about you, Patricia? What, yeah. do you, what do you like to do for fun? Well, I like to do for fun shop to drop. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the
2: internet going crazy, but 100. yeah. I mean, yeah, shop, like that's my relief. Because like I said, I, I love the dress. It's like this person myself. You don't know if I'm preppy, if I'm mm-hmm. hippish or whatever. I can change it up. It's just showing my expression of how I feel that day. Yeah, yeah. So just making me feel pretty, especially if you've been in the house for so long, you want to dress up and look cute. So that's what I like to do, <laughs> like do special with
1: COVID. So if I go out somewhere, I want to dress it up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I find that the same the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like even even just like putting on like a little bit of lipstick, like or something, just yeah. Something to feel something. like I started my day and I right. was in my pajamas all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah.
0: You. And um yeah, I guess in Asheville, are there I mean, COVID has made this question very more much more confusing, but are, are there places that you frequented most often, right? So I imagine a basketball court uh, or, or where do you play basketball, Elijah, but like uh, places in town that you love more than uh, than most?
3: Oh, uh, well, I play basketball at like since, the, you know, where the reason is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: the recent is now reopening. So I've been I've been visiting. there a lot to play basketball, and pick up games and stuff like that. And I've been going to my trainer's house. He has like a hoop outside or something like that. I train you know, and I did that, throw some shots or something like that. Love it.
2: Yeah. I like downtown area, the downtown area. I just like going downtown and um, West Asheville. Yeah. So I just like visiting different stuff because I like doing different things. So something different that I never did, different restaurants, different anything, just seeing Asheville grow and the River Arts District is uh. very upbunging, I think. That's why I won't chill syrup bar to be if I have a brick and mortar, either yeah. the river arts district or Haywood road, because it's upcoming. And yeah, cause yeah. I've been here all my life. So just to see the changes in Astra is amazing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this didn't used to be like this. Yeah. So, yeah. So I
0: mean, even in the short while that we've been here, it seems like it's, it's grown through a pandemic or it's evolved through a pandemic in a way that is, uh, Uh, Inspired, I guess, could be a word, but it's it's. I can only imagine a life in Asheville. Like what when you think back to uh, Elijah, this maybe a slightly (laughs) silly question. When you were growing up, but uh, or Patricia, a a decade or so or more ago, Mm -hmm. like um, how are you? I guess feeling about the changes. How are you? Because we we we're very aware. I'd say, acutely aware, hyper aware of the fact that we're new to town. And we could represent uh, a change that people who have lived here forever don't love. But we're trying to add value and we're working very hard to like add to a community and participate in a community. When you think back to 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, and the changes, do they leave you feeling inspired? How do they leave you feeling?
2: Wow. Make it feel like. Asher was little, you know, You like Asher was little, but it was mm-hmm. little back then. It's growing like it's, it's grown way too fast, but for a good reason. But back in days, it just used to be small. Like you can go from Leicester to Asheville in five minutes now, taking us 30 minutes to get from Leicester to in Asheville. You know, it's like yeah. the traffic. And that's the thing I'm seeing on the traffic more yeah. than anything you got to leave. Early, just in case something happens, you know. Now, um, yeah, that's something I could think of. I mean, it's grown. It's, it's it seemed like it's it's very touristy now, like more, yeah. you know, like it used to be. felt, felt like it was like homely, but now mm-hmm. it's like they're gonna take the home away from Asheville and more now to tourists. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I feel.
1: Yeah, we got we definitely got the sensation. Um, uh, over the past year that we've been here that like there are certain places that the locals just don't go to you Mm -hmm. know they're like it's like oh that's too touristy i'm not gonna go to that restaurant because you know uh, that's that's where all the tourists go and hang out whereas there's other places that are maybe outside of the downtown area a little more that are Lesser known or less touristy—that's that, right. where the locals kind <laughs> of. <know. Yeah. laughs> <But laughs> that's I, our sensation. I
0: definitely can yeah. see uh, a Roo bar in um, maybe you know the Foundation Foundy mm-hmm. Street, yeah. um, West Asheville and Haywood. It it it's, it it just makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I think that it would. It's just so funny. I mean, we had on um, Cakes by Gray, Melissa Gray, right? The idea of having. A dessert themed restaurant, uh, oh, okay, like yeah. you know, zigging when others zag. You might be her neighbor if you if you find uh, yeah. space in the River Arts District. But I, I love that as a as like a not even a destination, but as a step in the progression of where you're headed. Right. Yeah. When you, I mean, when you set wild dreams over the next year, uh, what kind of things are showing up for you? Is it just getting back into in person events? Is it finding a solution for in-person events. What are you thinking about most right now?
2: Getting back out there and doing events. Don't let the COVID stop us. We're going to still follow guidelines just like everybody else and keep it moving and don't let it stop us. Like, this is not the end. This is the beginning. I'm like, you know, everybody's like, this pandemic, this pandemic, you come out stronger, you come out weaker. And we're going to come out stronger and better.
1: So... Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, we're going to move into what is known as
0: the speed, the, round. The speed
1: round. It's not, it's speedy, not speedy, it's just our, our, our sort of final round of questions that we like to okay. ask our guests that are a little bit different than what we've already asked you before. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first question is if you could invent a type of cereal, what would it taste like, look like? Like, and this is for both of you to answer.
2: Mine's will look like colifer and some marshmallows because I like marshmallows.
0: So, here, here's and, my question about marshmallows Lucky Charms marshmallows. Do you think that those are marshmallows? Or are you talking about like squishy marshmallows?
2: No, I'm talking about the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Okay, like, <laughs> We're yeah. like, they
0: need to get like water activated, and then it's got a marshmallow vibe. Yeah, those are special things. Those are like a different brand, like it's. There's marshmallows and then there's like Lucky Charms marshmallows, which right. are very special.
2: Yeah. My, my cereal be girly girl. I know I shouldn't be that way, but it will be pretty for like little girls that like it, you know, like maybe crowns on the head in the cereal, you know, different stuff that the kids can be like, Oh, that's a crown. That's a princess in there. Or something for the little girls. And then maybe I'll do something like trucks or trains for the little boys, you know, something different. And then for the teenagers, Xbox in the cereal because they love <laughs> to play the game. <laughs> so, what was your, what would your cereal be like?
3: Mine would probably be like little basketballs in there or something like that. <laughs> or I'd probably have a cereal with X, like that looks like Xbox controllers or something like
0: that. <laughs> I love that. So it, my, uh, my question Is there a cereal that, despite everyone loving, and I hope this doesn't ruin a sponsorship opportunity for you. <laughs> but despite everyone loving that, you don't love that much. Like for example, me, growing up, uh, Wheaties commercials were everywhere.
2: That's what I was going to say. I did not
0: like that. Wheaties commercials were everywhere. I wanted to, like was Breakfast of Champions, I think was the Wheaties logo. Yeah. Wheaties weren't good. Like I just didn't <laughs> I didn't like it. See, this I, I
1: went Champions. through I went through a, a Wheaties phase. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm and not Wheaties. good. Uh, no, nah, I don't yeah. like Wheaties. What, what's, he don't know about
0: Wheaties like that. Is Wheaties, so. is Wheaties even a thing anymore? You used to collect them because they would have like, it was like Michael Jordan was on the box. And so you right to get the one with Michael Jordan on it. Mm-hmm. You would go to get the one with Shaq on it. Like it was such a huge, it was so big of a deal and it was all sorts of sports, but, um, and I'd get them <laughs> like, nah. Cause it was like, you could get the one with sugar on it, which is, Frosted Flakes, way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like objectively, a more fun. Uh- what cereal
2: do you think that you don't like, like? for your age raisin
3: brands so like uh, yeah raisin
1: material. that's a that's an
2: old people cereal for sure yeah i, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like raisin brand a little bit with a little bit sugar on it a
1: little bit yeah that's so how my grandma raisin, used to do it The yeah. raisins
0: are the saving grace because otherwise raisin brand without raisins is wheaties and wheaties aren't good so like we yeah. agree we're all on the same page
1: yeah yeah, that's so funny. That <laughs> is so funny. Old people, zero. Okay, so what was, my next question is, what was the last, um, what was the most inspiring movie, book, or podcast that you consumed recently?
3: I don't think I really have one. <laughs> to be honest, I, I really don't know.
2: I don't read the secret again.
1: Oh wow! Mm-hmm.
2: That's my second time reading it. I read the Alchemist again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything with the universe and positive your and, your and yeah. I, so, I, I said yeah. it earlier again.
0: I was going to call out the Alchemist, and I wasn't sure. Uh, so that's amazing. So you you just read the Alchemist again?
2: <laughs>
1: again, yeah. That's one of our. Favorites. And I, I
2: was going to have Elijah read it too because oh, it's best. You know,
0: You can listen to it on tape, I I literally, in our our last episode we recorded, I don't know when this will come out and what the order of them will be, but in the last episode we recorded, I just talked about listen to it for the first time. So I've read that book, uh, since my sophomore year of high school, I think i read it like seven times. Okay. Um, so maybe over two years or so, I'll sit down and reread it and I just listened to it and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Mm -hmm. Irons, great like accent and a little, uh voice to talk it all through but it's so it's so beautiful and so eloquent and simple, right? Like every sentence is in like present t- It's just the most simple words and they're so powerful in their simplicity. Right. And it feels right. It sounds right. It lets Oh man. Cool. Love that book. Shout out to Palo Coelho. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yes. and, and uh, a little behind the scenes love story thing for Sarah and Tony years ago, Sarah sent me The Alchemist in Italian. Oh, as like wow. A thank you for being a friend. It was a uh, it was a shot to the heart. It was Cupid. I was like, she gets me.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's how it is when somebody tells you to read it. You're like, oh my gosh, you into that too? Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: We need, like, like, the Alchemist fan club of, yeah. of yeah. people, which is, like, the whole world. I feel like everyone loves that book. If you've read it, you, you've you got to love it, you know? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure it. So. Okay, we have two more questions.
0: Okay. Is this a question about... Uh-huh. Cool. So, if... if <laughs> so This is for both of you, uh, individually, not as a collective. If Sarah and I or our audience had a magic wand and could grant you a single wish... Today, right now, at this moment, what would that wish be?
2: A serial bus Cereal for bus. me, mm-hmm.
0: like anything. Magic
3: wand. make it to the NBA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love that. Love both of those answers.
0: Love that too. Perfect. Uh, just heard about someone trying to sell a bus. We will circle, <laughs> we'll circle back with you uh, or okay. a van. It might be you know V one big right. vehicle.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: That's um put it into the universe and let's see how it conspires in our favor. Yeah. Love it.
1: Okay, the this final it's come. <laughs> it is. The final question is if if our audience wanted to connect with you guys, what's the best way to do that? You can go. On
2: Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Facebook. We have our website now back up mm-hmm. and we're just on in Facebook, Instagram, we got Twitter. So we have all the social media.
0: All the bases covered. And we'll have links to all of those places in the show notes for this episode. Um, the player that you're listening to, the description, we should have links um, to make it real easy for you listeners. But uh, Elijah Patricia, thank you so much for your time today. We are so excited. Can't wait to have Zero with you in yes. the future. Thank you again.
2: Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. And thank you for your, all your hard work for coming here in Asheville, making, making it in Asheville happen. (laughs)